Audio Morning Brief for the U.S. Stock Market, 7.32 a.m. Eastern Time, August 23rd. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point. Modeling showing that the VIX might have topped for something similar to the level two, level ones that we use in the stock market, topped as of last week. This week, kind of a gray zone. It could still spike a little bit, then top. Some of the technical indicators of the VIX rolling over for a bit of a sell signal in the VIX. Well, if that's the case, that's actually a buy signal for the stock market. Well, it turns out it's running the same pattern, but as inverted as it always is to our stock market forecast that we probably have seen a significant bottom uh, for the stock market. Now, uh, on the uh, percent stocks in the S&P 500 above the 200-day average is below 50%, so they really backed out quite a bit. But if you look at the position of that percentage earlier this year and compare that to the stocks, you can see the stocks are still much higher than when we were dealing with less than 50%. So even those who've bowed out of the market, someone acted like a sponge and the market just didn't totally fall, fall apart and retrace, they bought the stocks. That particular study is also due for a bottom uh, like the stock market. We have also noticed the NASDAQ versus the S&P 500 uh, index uh, is also due for bottom to pick up, and it did show a little relative strength this uh, week here. So we may see the NASDAQ lead the way higher compared to S&P 500 and the Dow Jones. Now, how about news? Uh, we've seen more companies lately that have not done well. Uh, that are coming into the headlines and their stocks get hammered by 20 or 30 percent. But it seems to be more of a fascination of media uh, talking about those stocks being so volatile. We're not really seeing the bulk of what's going on. It still looks like overall companies are doing well, in my opinion. And my affiliates are backing me up on this. But there's still time for more corporate earnings to come. So that can be additional information coming down the line. Now, we also have to consider that Fed Chairman Powell is going to speak, I believe, tomorrow. If not, I would think no later than Friday. But speak at the meeting they're holding uh, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. They do that every year. And so there were people last night, even on Twitter, saying, buy the stock market today, see what kind of bounce you get into Powell. And then some of those are going as far as saying the stock market is bottom for some important bottoms. So they're kind of leaning towards maybe Powell won't say anything too uh, negative. I'm kind of in that group that there's an opportunity for the stock market to move higher, but we'll have to see what Powell has to say, okay? And so that's another factor in along with the corporate earnings. Now, in the interest rates that certainly are driving the stock market and it drives me nuts how close it is. I mean, you can watch it by the minute yesterday. Interest rates down, okay? Ticking down, stock market ticks up. Interest rates tick up, stock market ticks down. I mean, it's just so automated. It's nuts, okay? And, uh, but at any rate, uh, I'm hopeful we're going to see uh, that the interest rate market topped yesterday. So that means in the bond market, in terms of prices <clears throat> of bonds, they should have bottomed yesterday for something important. In fact, it could be a mid-size long-term, meaning when I talk long-term, I'm thinking of a decade perspective, and minor means four, five, or six long-term bull bear markets, fluctuations, corrections, dips, those kind of things. 
and then they build into a larger pattern of mid-size when there's just two per decade. And that builds into still larger. And I prefer to go from the four, five, or six and pass the mid-size and go right to uh, the decade is how I break down that decade juggler business cycle of the economy. The juggler business cycle is still bullish into the end of the decade, but interest rates can be bullish in a decade, but there ought to be some sizable setbacks at times. And I'm saying it's time for a setback in the 20, year 2025 for interest rates, just a stalling out, if you will, some consolidation, some backing off, okay? And now we just have to get the Fed to eventually lower rates, and that will be true. In the meantime, we need to see some evidence the free market would like to go down with interest rates ahead of the Fed. And I think they can try that, and they may start yet again trying that <clears throat> as of yesterday and today, because today interest rates have backed off, bonds have moved up. Bonds could be a very nice buy now, at least short-term to intermediate, maybe even on the next couple of years, okay? And there are Wall Street firms that have been pushing that idea for a while, and they've been off the mark here. The market continues to lower bond prices and put interest rates up. But maybe this is the turning point. Maybe this is where people are saying, I'd like that high interest rate. So I will buy that bond, and as interest rates come down, that bond will go higher in price, and I make a capital gain. And I'm going to make a capital gain on the entire duration, so I actually make faster money out of the capital gains in bonds and more money than I actually make out of the interest rate, okay? So at any rate, uh, now the dollar index has given me a problem with all that thinking, okay? It's like I'm saying, wow, we've got it. Interest rates are coming down. Stock market's going up. The dollar, for some reason, is pushing a new high here and it's gone up for six weeks straight, okay? Um, very strong looking trend. It's due to top this week or next with next the latest that it should occur, but it's made me nervous what is going on with the strength and why is it going up when interest rates are coming down nicely this morning? Is it just global? Is it just relationships of interest rates around the world or at least for those currencies in the dollar index where they want to sell those currencies and buy the dollar? Uh, I don't know yet. We've got work to do on this, but it's a bit strange to me. But the model's still calling for a setback in the dollar in a few weeks, and I think that's going to help uh, as long as interest rates are going down, U.S. interest rates, then I think we're going to see uh, an up move in the stock market in September, even from now into September. Now, some other interesting news is the amount of mortgage demand. People trying to borrow to buy homes is like at a 28-year low, so the interest rates are too high. They're rejecting it. They're backing off. They're stalling out. This is concerned some people in home pray, uh, building that that could hurt the economy somehow, but others are saying, really, you just have to dial in. They're just going to build that home, okay? And they're only going to build so many homes they're smart enough to know, yeah, the interest rates are too high. They're not going to buy the homes, and they're not going to crash and burn their prices. They're still going to build a home and make good money. Now, some of those new home prices, by some measurements in the U.S., are now lower than the actual existing homes, I think this is increasing evidence. I'm going to be right. Home prices are backing off into 2025. It's going to help back off inflation. But I think the stock market will benefit from that through 2024, but then maybe have its own little problem in 2025. Sorry, I'm getting carried away here and giving away all the stuff for the weekly update tomorrow. All right, so where are the actual prices of the stock market? Well, I'm very pleased with the S&P 500 cash 
that there were been three ready, set, go patterns and two of them turned out to be bullish and we're working on the third one and they, the third one's lengthier than the second, the second one is lengthier than the first. What that's doing is creating a coiling up pattern. So as long as the stock market uh, and the S&P 500 does not return to like 43.60 or lower, we've got that coiling pattern. And I think it's a coiling up pattern, meaning someday it's going to release a better up move. So if the market can trade above 44.18.59 S&P 500 cash, I think the coiling is over and done with. The market's going to act better. It may yet be another coiling up pattern, but I think the potential is going to be unwound. The coil is going to spring and the market will perform better. I think it trades above that price. People are going to say, okay, we've waited long enough for the bears to step up and beat this market lower. And there's definitely people out there thinking we are in a standard correction. This can still go quite a bit lower. We haven't seen the true panic. Really, people have not sold a lot of stocks on the way down. And they've also not insured or protected their stocks by buying other investments like derivatives. And we know that from the VIX because the VIX hasn't really exploded. It's done little to nothing, okay? So people really are trying their best to be long-term bullish, hang on their stocks, and they're really viewing all this bad news the last couple of weeks for the stock market and all this seasonal and technical bearish trade is just nonsense, okay? And if it's not nonsense, they just realize they don't want to sell their stocks and go through the frustration of having to start all over again and buy it back. They don't want to take that risk of buying at a higher price. Is that making it? Um, is that a bad thing to do? Is that a signal that they're not in the right mind? Well, I'm sure some people are playing that and trading it that way, but I don't think so. I think there's constructive action, and I think this market bottom, the stock market that is bottom last Friday, it's going higher into December for the level one trend. It's going higher into September to early October, back off for a week or two for level two, and then right up again for the next level two to be in line with level one as higher into December, okay? Now, inside of that, it's going to be the level three monthly swings, up and down moves. I believe we've started one, and this market's heading higher into next week. That suggests uh, Powell may not give us any bad information here to beat the market down, okay? Could be wrong on that, all right? It could still stall out for a while. But until we see this market trade below Friday's bottom, okay, Friday's low, okay, that was on uh, August 18th, until it trades below 43.35.31, I think we need to give the bulls a chance here that they're going to put it up over the next few days, back it off, put it up yet again, but that's going to fit in a larger pattern of being bullish in late September, early October, and even a larger pattern being bullish in December, and all of that is the next leg of a bull market well into next year, and even a larger bull market for this decade. So hopefully that makes sense of how all these trends sequence with one another, synchronize, yet they're kind of trying to do their own little thing at the same time. Now yesterday I was pleased that the market, uh, we came up at a critical point, downside objective of around 43.85 on down to about 43.80, and the market came down and touched those two levels above the 43.80 and bounced and showed some stability. Uh, I wish it had shown better stability and bounced better by the close yesterday. And we did get the hourly indicators turning up, acting a little bullish. 
But we'll have to see this morning. Overnight, the, the futures were up about 21 points, and now they've backed off to up only four or five uh, points or something like that. I don't want the futures to run up and create an upside gap. That might cause some to sell it and become bearish. I'd rather the market open up about unchanged and leave it up to the cash market to do what it wants. So if the market does go below 43.80, a little bit of a discouragement, but it might be a bear trap, meaning the bears will be wrong if it does it this morning. If the market is still going lower by the end of the day, something is wrong on our very short-term forecast, and we'll have to reevaluate. any rate, here's hopeful that later in the week, we're going to find this market above yesterday's high, and it gave you that price level to watch. That would start making things look more bullish when there's a chance to return to above 44.80, if not above 44.50, on a short-term basis. In the meantime, yes, there's still risk that people might want to knock this market down towards the 100-day average, therefore take out last week's low, so we have to watch out for that. But overall, the best forecast is to give the bulls a chance, and I'm very encouraged of where the interest rates are going. The dollar is causing a little bit of a problem for me. Um, the rest of the markets, outside markets, look fine. And you may even see a bounce in gold because of interest rates backing off may excite them a little bit. Uh, crude oil is a little bit soft for some reason, but I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, it should be a top. It should be backing off anyway, so it's doing what it's supposed to. But I don't think that means anything to the stock market and economy at this time. All right. Well, have a good day today. Past results are not necessarily indicative future results. Here's hopeful this market's going to... It may struggle higher for a while because it's been beaten up quite a bit. It's, uh, people's nerves have been uh, rattled here. and uh, But I think we're getting closer to where those seasonal traders are going to say <clears throat> that even if they think the market's going to be lower in October, it can bounce some in September. It can bounce some now. And the technical traders, things are getting oversold enough on a very short-term basis. They could jump on board with that. Now the question is, can we get the fundamental trader to discover some news, some information that makes them a little bit happy and thinking maybe they better not keep selling, they ought to buy, all right? Keep in mind, I think this entire down move here has been nothing but uh, a little bit of a setback, a correction, and not of the best quality sense that people have overreacted a bit. And I think most people didn't even sell, and I think they probably did the correct thing. And I just got to give the bulls a chance here in coming weeks. But now we have to put up with, again, a few more corporate earnings here for this season. And then we have to see what uh, Chairman Powell is going to say, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Thank you.